the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. Today, we are actually in a pretty good mood. We're going to talk about the Daryl Morey press conference, as well as a bunch of trade rumors with the NBA season right around the corner. Uh, in particular, the James Harden trade rumors. We also talk about Sam Hickey's interview with Paolo Torre, the NBA draft, and all the drama surrounding the Sixers City Edition jerseys. But first, first name Dean. Sixers Group Therapy. I am your host, Alex Wynn. Be sure to leave us a five-star review. I think we're up to 12. Maybe if we get up to 20, maybe we'll do like a little, a little giveaway or something. I have some, <laughs> some old shit I'm trying to get rid of anyway. I have a shirt to bias on it. I might have a de-evolution spray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right. We yeah. are joined by... Uh, Someone who just he, he, someone who just can't get his PS5. June, I'm sorry. How are you? Hey, I'll get it, man. It's 15 more minutes. And uh, <laughs> I'm in New live? Philadelphia today. New Philadelphia. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have to we'll have to post the the video so people can see your background at uh at uh, the Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're also joined by a new eBay expert, Dave Debacco. How are you? June, June, I want you to get this PS5 so bad. I need, I need you to feel the rush, buddy. I need you to feel the <laughs> rush. I'm pulling for you. Let us know. Keep us, keep us up on the live updates. Let's, let's get course. this PS5. Yeah, well, who's, who's going live next, June? Walmart? Walmart at 9, yep. At 9, yes. Yeah, so you're you're going to do a mid-pod. I love it. Mid-pod. What do you have to do? <laughs> Just spam? Like... You'll see my live reaction. <laughs> How's it yes. work? How did Nuge yeah. get one? Just got to spam. We, we were up until 2 a.m <laughs> we kept refreshing so like we were following this guy named warrior 64 on twitter he just keeps releasing the links and like it goes it sells out with a minute and so we were watching waiting for him and became midnight he's like it's like target may release at midnight became midnight didn't happen we're sitting there like idiots refreshing then there's some rumors that it's actually central time midnight um, 1, 1 a.m sell nothing we're me and june are just talking and just waiting for it at 1.41, I finally was like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep. I'm sorry. I, um, I suspect there was some suspicion that it might have went out live at 3 a.m. because it's midnight Pacific time. So I went on my phone to like set, like set the page to the PS5 so I can just quick like wake up, refresh my screen. And right when I did that, it said add the cart. Wow. So I added it. It, it froze. I went on my computer. I added it to the cart. I, it was, it was Warriors, New Jersey pickup and it kept freezing. And I just, I changed it to Marlton and I got it on my phone and I was, I wow. was, uh, what a rush. What a rush. Yeah. And How'd you go to sleep? Oh, I, I was buzzing. I was, I was, uh, oh, I was, it was electrifying, but, uh, poor June, uh, unable to land that PS five, but, Jude made a bunch of friends on PS5 Twitter. He's posting it, and he had like 370 likes. <laughs> what? That's yeah, crazy. I had to turn my notification off, man. We started talking to some <laughs> random people from like Kentucky, and I was like, "Hey, man, trust the process." And they started sending me like Joel and B gifs. Oh my god! <laughs> we made new friends. Amazing. All right, June. So didn't finally... you? June. Did, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Didn't you? Uh, 
weren't you trying to get a new pair of shoes like a year ago or something? And you were like, I either bought a thousand pairs of these, these Air Maxes oh, the Travis or something. Scott's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you get like a thousand <laughs> likes or something. How do you I guys kept do adding this? It to cart and like, yeah. it wasn't doing anything. So I was like, did <laughs> I get charged for all this or what? Gene <laughs> <laughs> drops a hundred grand on the same pair of shoes. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't get a single one. <laughs> Dude, oh, you're all about those like releases, man. Like the collections. Uh, yeah, like, but I haven't hit systems. one, so <laughs> you're hitting, you're hitting the Twitter likes though. You got 13 minutes, June. We'll get we'll get you there. But uh we'll give you a quick pause. JB, I gotta introduce you. Someone who uh is banned from eBay. We got JB Tragic history. Can't get into the details. Got a non-disclosure. Uh I miss it so much. Dude, my life was on eBay. I used to sell shit and buy shit. And come out on top. It was the funnest. It was such a rush. Yeah, I'm flipping like $10 things for $13. and like <laughs> excited about it. <laughs> That's amazing. You day traded on eBay. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, guys, uh, since Daryl Murray, uh, which was the last emergency podcast, it's, it's been good. It's been good in Philadelphia. Uh, good things happen in, in Philly. So, since then, right. the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Ugly game, but hey, they won. Wins and win. First place at FC East. That's all I care about. Embiid smiled for what seemed like the first time in like two years. Daryl Morey posted a tweet of him FaceTiming Embiid, and he's got that. He had a big ass wacky smile, and I loved it. And uh, also, Philadelphia saved America. That was quite something. Facts. <laughs> so, other news since then. Uh, I'll just run by some quick news. The Sixers extended Elton Brand. Who really cares? We have Daryl Morey. Um, Alex Rucker is out, finally. Um, it came. There was a report that Daryl Morey makes more than $10 million a year. Perfectly fine with me. Ain't my money. Doesn't count <laughs> against the cap. Who cares? Uh, and then it's also official that the NBA is going to start December 22nd, right before Christmas. The draft is next Wednesday. Uh, the 18th, and free agency will start two days later uh, on the 20th at 6 p.m. And training camp will be December 5th. So it's, it's going to be a, a, quick, a quick month. Uh, can, you, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're clear. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so any, any quick thoughts about that, guys? How are we feeling? So ready. I'm so ready. I can't. My excitement level is just is it's it's you can't measure it. You can't measure it. I'm like to the moon excited. We're like we're gonna win trades. We're gonna win trades. We're gonna make smart moves. Whatever move we make is the right move because of Daryl. It's just what a treat. What a treat. We get to enter into our thirties with this era of, of basketball. It's so nice to not be a joke. So we have so Wednesday's the draft. Six days. And then, fr- and then Friday will be free agency. <clears throat> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm and so the- excited to do nothing. Well, that's next week. Even with, that. fellas, fellas, you missed the most important thing. The trade moratorium is lifted this coming Monday in four days. What does that I mean? Have no idea. That means trades can actually start two days before the draft. Like we're that's gonna huge. get woge bombs on Monday. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's the better. That's the better part. Yeah, got a lot, of, a lot of juicy trade rivers, man. A lot of juicy Monday. trade rivers. We're going to get to it. Uh, Jude, how you feeling, man? 
Are you focused on the PS5? Is that what you're doing? June might be Hold up. He, fro- oh, <laughs> he froze. He looks confused. Can you hear me, June? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm <laughs> lagging here on my end. It must be those uh, that refreshing the PS5 page, man. You yeah, got a lot of traffic take, there. I, 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 taking all the juice over there, man. You got all the tabs <laughs> open. Walmart, Target, Toys R Us. Dude, remember Toys R Us used to be a place that we would buy video games? Everything. I, I used to look forward to like every year the Christmas catalog of Toys oh R Us. Oh, my God. Catalogs were dope. East Bay catalogs. Oh, my God. Oh, East Bay was great, yeah. Well, I was how, uh, yeah. how dated is that? It's not even. It was probably like at most 10 years ago. And – uh, do catalogs still happen? Do people? I probably haven't held a catalog since like 2005. They Dude. still happen. They still happen. Not really. Not as much. Not as much. But they're still out there. I get magazines, and we're way off topic. But like golf, ESPN, Maryland, like shit. And I've never flipped one page. <laughs> it's like, I, I want all those to stop. Like, stop sending me this shit. I must go yeah, recycle I have, it. I have some Sports Illustrated for kids magazine vintage oh, ones from like those are great. from like from like 99 2000 i might uh throw up on ebay and see what they're worth <laughs> i remember the first sports illustrated i got was after we went to the finals in 2001 and i was so pumped because like the sixers are going back to the finals they're going to be number one in the east and they ended up winning 43 games oh, uh, my God. oh they got keith van horn and oh what how excited were we no that year was matt harpering wait that oh was, my god they got matt harpering from utah name? Matt oh Harper. my god wait that was 2002 2002 that was wow. the year after the finals yep matt harpering speed claxon oh man all a wow. bunch of a bunch of people that uh i, I can't, probably can't even name them anymore but uh Who anyway let's greg, greg buckner Ooh, wow brian skinner oh brian skinner <laughs> oh wow. no he rencius some random like european guy sport is gonna be good <laughs> Thank God for Daryl. When did Rodney hey. Carney come to play? Oh, oh that was like the six. late 2000s. I'll never forget. Me and me and Zach, or Zach and I, were at a, a game in his dad's seats. His dad had the best seats ever. Section 107, row seven, right center court. And uh, we were so fucked up. Oh, my God. We were so drunk and high. We were like 17. <laughs> and the dude behind us was like, Ballers never wear high socks. They never wear high socks. Rodney Carney is trash. No baller wears high socks. And Zach still says it to me to this day. Ballers don't wear high socks. I, don't, I can't, I can't think be of true. Any... <laughs> I can't be true. Everyone has they, everyone has high socks. Everyone has leggings. They all play in leggings. That's like are leggings and socks different though? Uh, that's <laughs> a question. I feel like they got me, buddy. I'm stumped. The last high socks I remember was Keith Van Horn. That was the last high socks. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he, he, Rodney Carney must have been trying out some tube socks. <laughs> These other guys got the leggings. It's different. I think your guy's his argument still holds up. Oh, God. <laughs> 107 row. 107 row eight. I do. He had his, he had his knee highs on out there. Yeah, Tubes I do called it. My uh, oh, like this is way off topic, but I love I love a good trip down memory lane. My my first memory of Roddy Carney was he was in a college dunk toward a uh, dunk contest, and he missed three straight free throw line dunks, and it was oh god. And I was like I was like wherever this guy goes, he's gonna stink. 
We uh we drafted Dabo Cephalosa. Wow. And traded him for Rodney Cardi. And, Draft uh, night trade. Oh, my God. We're going to see oh, them so quick. Oh, so soon. So soon. I love it. Oh. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Daryl Moore. I don't believe he had his press conference since we last talked. Uh, I mean, not – it was what you expected from a, a new GM or a new president of basketball operations press conference. He didn't – he talked a lot, didn't really say much. My biggest takeaway um, – I'd, I'd love to hear you guys, but my biggest takeaway was how much he gushed about Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little nothing, but uh, it seemed like he didn't mention Ben Simmons that much. Uh, I thought that was really interesting, but it's it's my biggest takeaway that it seemed clear that it's Maury thinks this is Embiid's team. What what do you guys think about his press conference? Hundred percent, hundred percent. This is he's going to make it work with Simmons and Embiid, but he clearly said Embiid is the kind of player. If you look through NBA history, this is the guy you win championships yes. with. It was like seventy five percent Embiid. 20% Simmons, 5% everybody else. And um, they're going to put the right pieces around. He's going to put the right pieces around Joel and Ben starting Monday. Yeah, and even and even what we said before, the picture of Maury and Embiid. I mean, he uh, he was on Mikey Miss maybe a couple of days after the press conference and was asked that specifically, like, hey, you didn't really talk about Ben. And he must have knew it was coming because he had an answer prepared like, uh, everyone's pigeonholing me as a small ball only player. So he had, he was ready to like say, now I work with Yao and no big man and beat is amazing. So I, I mean, that, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, but it is. is and then his, his quote about Shaq. Cause like everyone's like saying, I think he got a lot of questions about like, is the way to win like three, like basically three pointers. And he said, Hey, if I had Shaq, I would give him the ball a hundred times. So he yeah. said the goal is to win, not to shoot three-pointers. Jude, what do you think? I think it was nice to hear some Embiid compliments. Like, I don't think we've heard that many compliments the last few years ever since Hinky left. Good point. So yeah. it must feel great for Joel now that they have someone that believes in him. So yeah I, I I think we touched on it we we felt like uh the last few front offices were, were a very pro Ben Simmons front office uh so yeah it, it is nice to to have someone who believes as much in Embiid I I, I really liked him gassing him up uh and you know Embiid's one to you know he likes the support like he got with Hanky he still rides or die for for Hanky he, he uh tweets about it all the time uh, it just he, he seems like he was really on board with the move, and I'm I'm really happy that, that he has someone that believes in him. I think that's a big plus. Yeah, we got to rebuild that shit. Like it seemed like, and we talked about this with all the <laughs> Brett Brown ones. It seems like we kind of just all hated each other in terms of the Sixers locker room at the tail end of the season. Like, it seemed like all the happiness, all the joy was gone, probably because Alan Brand traded all the glue players, um, but. I don't know. We we needed a clean slate. We have a clean slate. Doc's got a good history with the the personalities. Daryl Morey's the goat. I love his monotone voice. Like if I That's didn't so like the guy, I would just bash it and say how annoying it is. But I, I can't get over just how monotone he is, and it's he's such a bro. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. He's the nerd bro. He's dork dork Elvis. Calls him. <laughs> <laughs> he's dork Elvis. He got it's, uh. uh they asked him who is uh like who he has learned the most from in this Sixers season ticket uh like Q and A. It was like fifteen minutes of canned questions, 
and he said he had said Danny Ainge first, and then mm. Stan Van or one of the Van Gundy brothers. And Probably Jeff Tony. Yeah, I think you're right. It was it was another good interview. I forgot to send you guys the link. Yeah, he um he yeah he's saying all the right things. Like we said, he we're we're not no one's expecting him to really get in strategy. Um, but he, you know he does have his past of building around his stars. So you know I I believe him when he gushes about Embiid and and Ben and everything. So I'm hey like we said the the trade the trade restrictions are lifted on Monday. So maybe we'll see some action. Who knows? Or we'll definitely see some rumors. I love it. But uh, go. speaking we're gonna of, get, we're going to get James Harden. Let's get right to it. Uh, I, yeah, so, when we ahead, did dude. the Daryl Morey, when we did the Daryl Morey pod a couple weeks ago, the first thing I said was like, I don't want to hear this James Harden stuff. We got Daryl. He's going to build around <laughs> Ben and Joel. I don't want to hear it. This what's happened in the last 24 to 48 hours. I mean, it's either Daryl leaking all this stuff, but. What Russell Westbrook is already once out, which is insane. James Harden says he's committed, which I don't believe it at all. There's no way he's committed. Every, every single player in the last 48 hours has, has – it's been leaked that they're not happy with their role. They're not happy with the direction of the organization. Tillman Fertitta, like, must be the worst owner. He's, he's the new worst owner – worst new owner of all time. Like, this dude is just completely fumbling the, the ball. I mean – Completely fumbling the ball. He's ruined everything. He let Daryl go. He let D'Antoni go. His stars are angry. His whole team is angry. They have no draft picks. I mean, this is – I want to say a ticking time bomb, but it's, it's already – the time's up. Like, this is – Houston is imploding in front of our eyes. And they, they have no leverage. I mean, they owe OKC all their picks through 2026, most of their picks through 2026. So they can't be bad. <laughs> like, if their two-star players won out, they have to trade them for – competent NBA players that can keep them competitive. So you can't have another Boston-Brooklyn scenario where, you know, basically Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are, are Brooklyn's picks. Like, they Brooklyn just coughed up those two high picks to Boston, and Boston reached the benefits. And, like, that's what's going to happen with OKC and Houston it, unless Houston can stay competitive. Well, I got good news for Houston because we got a couple competitive guys on our team that are under contract for the next three to four years. And I see, I see something on the horizon here, fellas. I really do. I really think with all the – this is like the perfect storm. We can get James Harden without giving up Simmons or Embiid. I really think there's a roadmap here. I just – it's it's happening. It's unfolding in front of. What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's possible, or am I just talking myself into it? <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like there, there's no way someone can't out offer us. Like, can't someone else give them? Like, what's our roadmap? What's our offer? Toby. Well, here's Toby. Well, just Toby at this point, but no leverage. Toby, <laughs> lucky to get a guy like Toby. Toby, <laughs> but Toby. here's why. Here's why. Like, if. <laughs> James Harden has <laughs> I can't even look at myself. Toby James Harden. Harden straight up. <laughs> I think we I think we might have to ask for a first round pick too. <laughs> a character guy like Toby, but James Harden has two years left on his deal. That's that's the, he's he's under contract for this year or next year. If a team doesn't think they have a chance of re signing him, what are they really gonna give up for him for a for a two year James Harden rental? Um I don't know. Actually, maybe a lot of teams would give up something for a two-year James Harden rental, but I don't know. Well, where'd you guys go? I lost you. Here I am. Um, yeah, Toby. They had to take. Him. They have to take 
Is that is that your official submission for the Vlade fake trade of the week? Well, if you want to jump to that, I sent you guys a screenshot of my Vlade's, <laughs> Vlade's blockbuster of the, of the decade. We'll get we'll get, to, we that. get, to, we'll that get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that but, later. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate, too. I mean, I do have some kind of weird feeling that we have a chance at him. Like, Spike Spike said it on the rookie today. Like, he has some gut feeling that we're getting him. Uh, I have a feeling that he thinks Ben Simmons is going to be involved, though. So uh, I was going to uh, ask that. We're, we're all here thinking, like, we only do it if Ben isn't involved. I remember last, pa- last podcast, I asked you guys, straight up, no hesitation, you all said no. You're not including Ben Simmons in a trade with James Harden. I was a little more like, eh, maybe. But then, like, now that it's a reality, and you're right, I don't think they have that much leverage. I don't think there's any chance of getting Ben Simmons in a trade. Dude, would be lucky to get a guy like Tobias Harris. That must be so devastating for a GM once a tweet leaks that, like, internal or turmoil. Oh, my God. It's just like you just went from getting five first picks to maybe one first rounders. (laughs) Well, you're, no uh, leverage. Your your boy, you, you guys. We love Kendrick Perkins. Love the guy. He says yeah. <laughs> he he's a former teammate of James Harden. He claims that Harden told him he prefers Brooklyn or Philadelphia. Now I'm looking at Brooklyn. First of all, I we we talked about this off off the pod that like there's not there's no way there's enough basketballs for him, Kyrie, and KD, right? Um, but <laughs> you look at what Houston would want and I, I feel like Brooklyn could put together a way better package than we could. They they can give them some young town and Levert, Dinwoody, I I think they have some future picks. I mean we had picks too. But uh I mean we spent the last few months bashing Tobias Harris. Uh, <laughs> I uh <laughs> I don't think anyone wants Tobias Harris in in a trade, let alone for their uh for their superstar. What do you guys think? Does Brooklyn have picks? Or if they like they bought- they have all their own picks. Yeah, I think they're past the the, the time where they had they didn't have any of their picks. Is Dinwiddie still like? It, didn't he like trade in his contract for bitcoins or something? Like, yeah, Dinwiddie's Dinwiddie's my guy. AKA <laughs> I want to trade for Dinwiddie actually. Didn't oh, it fail? Him. Like he tried to like s- sell his contract as an investment to shareholders and no one bid yeah. on it. Or something he, did he a, tried. Yeah, funny. exactly. Yeah, he he raised like seven hundred bucks. He tried to like. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he wanted. To, yeah, for his next contract, he's a free agent like next summer, I think. And he was like, "I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the people dictate where I play." And like, he wanted like the people to like fund his next contract, and he like got he started like a GoFundMe basically for his, his next contract. His and he goal got like seven hundred fifty dollars. His goal was twenty million. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Hey, I respect um, it. Dave was seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, I gave I gave him the yeah. I sent him a booster pack. Um, June, you look like you wanted to say something when we we're talking about uh, Harden's fit with Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know how that works. There's only one ball. If they don't trade Kyrie for Harden, that's Kyrie, Harden, KD. They got one ball, man. I don't think it works in Brooklyn. What a dominant! Yeah, tell team. your, tell your, <laughs> tell your boy, tell your boy, Brooklyn Nets fan, no chance. Cool. Well, I had a source, a source oh. that oh, said breaking. that works at the gym that KD is like working out with Kyrie and John Wall. Apparently, John Wall looks amazing. That's not what you tweeted about his jumper today. 
I know. That, I mean, that's why I'm not a. That's why I'm not a basketball not person anymore. I'm, I'm more of a you runner. Sending, now. You sending smoke signals, June? You trying to? You, you fill in the room with smoke over here? What are you doing? Hey, they're saying that uh, he's been cooking Kyrie. So, wow. We'll see. What I injuries are they that's... both coming off of? Is Durant still coming off that like championship? Achilles. And what yeah, was Kyrie? Achilles for Durant, Achilles for Wall, and Kyrie's had like 15 knee surgeries. I'm pretty uh, sure it's the it? same knee. Oh, his knee. I forgot what it I was. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I remember he had, the lower extremities. he had the complications in Boston that left him out of the series versus us, and they, they still beat us. But uh, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I, it's like you we we saw the history of, uh, of Harden with Chris Paul that it seemed like they didn't get along, even though they were winning, and – I think they were kind of fighting over the ball. Um, and then you have all these players coming out, like Dave said, who were like unhappy with their roles and their diminished roles. And another trade rumor, Russell Westbrook is demanding a trade, like officially demanding a trade. And one of the reasons was he didn't like his diminished role and he didn't like the accountability, um, which was a problem with the Sixers. So if, if, that is something with Harden, and he's treated differently and ha- was held to a different standard. Or are you guys concerned about that with Harden? I would be if Doc Rivers wasn't our coach. Mm. Yeah, I, I in that article from the Athletic, it said like uh, exactly what you just talked about. But like I think they said one scenario where might have been in the playoffs, like Westbrook led the conversation and just pointed out every single player including himself, like, this is what we and you individually have to do better. And when he got to Harden, like, Harden did not take it well, which I don't know. I, that's probably pretty common across the board. Like, our player is a little diva-ish, but grow up. <laughs> Westbrook. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, uh, I, I, I could totally see him going to, like, the New York Knicks or something. And they're just, like, uh, like a very entertaining 38-win team or something. Oh my God! There goes your career, James. He wants to be the alpha again, Russell. Oh, so. Russell! I thought we were talking about Harden. Yeah, no, West Russell. <laughs> well, the only rumor that has come out right has been the Charlotte now. Charlotte. What the hell is there? He gets to be a star and get a triple double every night. Yeah, I think. <laughs> he just gets I, to be. They don't have a franchise player. He's he's got the Jordan Brand connection. Apparently, he's like signed. He's got a shoe deal with with uh with Nike and Jordan Brand. Um, he can be the guy. They don't have a star. I mean, it's classic terrible move. I mean, what is he thirty? Today was his thirty-second birthday. He's had seven knee surgeries. You know, he's locked up four years, forty million a year, or something crazy like that. Of course, Charlotte would give up their number three overall pick in a blockbuster trade I came up with. But <laughs> hey, that's what Michael Jordan, not the best player of all time, definitely not the best owner of all time. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. There's there's a great meme of like Westbrook yelling at the crowd, like talking shit, like waving goodbye, and it's like when you when you drop a thirty point triple double and a twenty point loss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, exactly. I, yeah, I just he's he's thirty two now. Um, you know, I I liked I I rooted for Russ, especially at the K, the KD thing, and I just like he I never saw him as someone you could win a championship with as like your number one player. Now that he's thirty-two, like I couldn't see why anyone would give up, give up a farm, like uh, a like a, a like a monster deal for Russell Westbrook. But uh, anyway, and he, you know, as long as he's not coming to the Sixers, I'm I'm way more confident with Maury 
Uh, if we did have more, yeah, own brands probably right on that try and trade for Westbrook. So that's that's good from us. Uh, uh, other trade rumors that we've heard uh, is that Boston is interested in Drew Holiday. They have uh, three first round picks they're willing to dangle, or is that something you guys are worried about, or you think it's another situation where Danny Ainge almost makes a trade? Almost makes a trade. I'd be worried if uh, we didn't have Daryl. Yeah, I'm not worried about anything. I'm they not could, worried about anything anymore. They could get him. I don't give a fuck. We'll we'll yeah. be better. Mm-hmm. We got Daryl. <laughs> <It's all laughs> uh, there's there's another report by uh, Brian Winhorst that the Sixers were interested for Chris Paul. So maybe you'll get Chris Paul and Jane Farton. I've been on board for Chris Paul this whole time. But let's get to the let's forget that nonsense. Let's get, let's get to the real the real rumor that that came out today. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. it, it was part of was it part of the Drew Hall? He was part of the Drew Holiday article, which uh, it was in like the draft thing. Yeah, it was uh, Kevin O'Connor. Uh, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin o- no, it was Kevin O'Connor. His uh, annual draft guide with the Ringer. Um, he went through each pick, who each who he projected each team to take, and what each team's front office is up to. And number eleven, San Antonio, with the eleventh overall pick. The article or the paragraph read something along the lines of San Antonio is up to something. Uh, they're shopping Patty Mills, my guy, my Australian point guard, <laughs> Brett Brown's former RIP Brett Brown, Brett's former Australian <laughs> point guard, uh, with the Bucks and the Sixers being interested. Um, a potential Sixers trade would look like Jay Rich for Patty Mills straight up. Jay Rich is a $10 million expiring. Patty Mills is a $13 million expiring. Um, I think, first of all, I think I, I would legitimately spontaneously combust if we traded for Patty Mills. I don't know how I would contain myself. I mean, I've been, I, I've been clamoring for Patty Mills since 2013. Um, so that would just be, a, what a treat for me that would be if we traded for Patty Mills. I don't, th- I don't know how I'd react, but I think um, in that scenario, maybe – I don't know what San Antonio is going to do. If you look at their situation, it's really interesting. They, LaMarcus Aldridge and DeRozan are both going into the final year of ridiculous contracts, so they're both going to be coming off the books. Um, Jay Rich isn't expiring, so he'd be coming off the books. They have Deontay Murray under contract. Lonnie Walker is a rookie. They like – I don't know what they're going to do. They could very easily tank. Um, but, I mean, my God, Jay Rich for Patty Mills, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a heartbeat. Let's fucking heartbeat. do it. What are we waiting for? Let's, yeah, let's get that done. The Darryl. same paragraph said that they were shopping Aldridge and and DeRozan as well. Are they really mm-hmm. going to put Popovich through a, a rebuild? That seems like unlikely that he would allow that. He's got to retire. He has yeah. to retire at this point. I think there's no way he he want to go through that. To be honest with you, he's been he's been a lot through a lot the past couple of years, and I don't I don't think that's something he he'd be interested in overseeing. It's it's their time. It's their time to take a nosedive and, and hey. scrape the bottom and come back up. I have no, no sympathy for me. They had a great run. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've been saying. Years? I've been saying. I've been saying it's their time for eight years. Yeah. And here they are. They uh they won 50, 50 games in a season for like what twenty straight seasons, five championships. Fuck, I'll, I'll take half of that. I mean, I'll take yeah, I'll take ten percent of that. <laughs> and they get to rebuild now. Rebuilding is the most fun part of basketball. Yeah, did, it's, it's all about the process. What did O'Connor write about our pick? Oh, that's a good question. I'll pull it up. I uh, 
I know, I know he's, he flirted with the idea of maybe 11 was up for grabs in that trade. Did he, did he mention would 11 become the Sixers too, or just straight Patty Mills and Josh Richardson? Oh, my, oh God. my God. They got 11 as well. I yeah, saw some tweets. I can bust. I don't yeah, know if it was legit. Seriously. I saw some tweets talking about the 11th, a swap for 11th and 21, uh, Patty Mills and Josh Richardson. I don't know if that's legit or people just speculating, but that would be fucking think, unbelievable. We we talked about Josh a lot in the in the you know the bubble podcast. I think we all, I think we all like Josh. I just don't think it's a fit. Yeah, I love Josh, but you know, like exactly, he just you know with Ben and Joel, it's you need very specific players. Surrounded by them, and Josh Richardson's not that kind of player. And Patty Mills, so uh, he sure is. Hold on, I can't find this freak. Yeah, no and then when uh, whenever you pull it up, Dave, we'll, we'll start talking about the draft. Uh, we'll talk about our big boards. Uh, I only know one player, so that's gonna that's gonna be my extent of it. <laughs> I don't even know the number one pick. Oh, me either. <laughs> I, I all I know all I know is it, everyone's saying it's like an extremely extremely weak. Um, front of the class like uh, there's a reason why the warriors and some teams are trying to trade like uh who has number six is it timber um not the timberwolves oh, the hawks the hawks maybe i think so but teams are trying to trade out of like the top five top ten so i i think uh i really i really think that it's no one's impressed with any of these players i oh, i know lamello uh lamello ball anthony edwards from georgia who i mean I feel like I just heard of him this week. So, like, how good could he be? Uh, I remember who's Wiseman from Memphis. He was like supposed to be like top three coming out of high school, I think, June, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, uh, and Cole Anthony, who fell, who's who's falling all the way into the twenties. He's a that's a possibility for the Sixers. But I mean, the name I keep seeing that everyone wants is Tyrell Terry, and I mm-hmm. watched. <laughs> Two minutes of his YouTube highlight video, and I was sold. And that's all, that's all I need to see. I, I want him Same. on our team. He could shoot. I'm, I Yeah, I want him. I need 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 him. Um, we'll see where he goes. So right now, this uh, Kevin O'Connor's mock draft is projecting Tyrell Terry to go. Let's see. Oh, my God. I think eight overall. What? Um, I just, uh, 17th I've overall. Him. I've oh, seen him as he's low as 20, 28th. Yeah. He's, he's, I've seen him in the early second round, and I've seen him in the, in the, at the late lottery. So, like, he's a crapshoot right now. Um, but the, Kevin O'Connor has him going 17th to Minnesota. And then with us at 21, he has us projecting, uh, projected to take Theo Maladon, who looks like a, uh, let's see, he looks like, <laughs> He, uh, his player comparisons are Derek Anderson and Kirk Heinrich. Um, his positives, his positive, he's a, let's see, he's six foot four. So he's a guard, um, Mm -hmm. his feel for the game and his interior scoring. Oh, he's trolling us on this one. Um, but anyway, this is, (laughs) this is what he has. This is what he has written for us, for our things. The Sixers are interested in Spurs guard, Patty Mills, as mentioned above, but even if they acquired the 32 year old Mills, having a younger guard like Maladon in a pipeline would pave a succession plan. Did they freeze? And it finishes with Maladon. Here we go. Strong floor general who's become a potent shooter, though his lack of burst may limit his upside. All right, whatever. Uh, We're going to get tired. 
Yeah, the, <laughs> I, the, the names I've seen the most are Tyrell Terry, Cole Anthony. Um, we have like two early second round picks. So I, I heard Desmond Bain is linked there too. Apparently he's a shooter, I think from mm-hmm. TCU. That is all I know about the draft. If you came to this podcast hoping for some draft coverage and some scouting, this is the wrong place for you. That's right. Sure is. I've never heard of any of these names. <laughs> I just got through the first 30. I'm, I'm yeah, going to steal. Sorry, go ahead, dude. You go. I'm going to steal the concept from the rookie. It's just like, it's all YouTube. They're YouTube big boards. Just, I just need to watch one highlight of, of every these players out and I'll be sold on it. Whoever we draft, I'm going to sell myself on them anyway. So look at dude. number 12 overall. So who's that? He's some Serbian dude to the Kings. He looks like he's just a one connected bone. He's just a bone. June would dominate this dude in the paint. <laughs> look at this guy. He's seven feet tall. A high- <laughs> Alexi Pogosevsky. <laughs> He's seven feet tall, 130 pounds. Whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he looks it. He's seven foot 201. This dude looks like he's a twig. <laughs> oh, my God. If they threw him against him, beat up, poor guy. That, uh, yeah, that reminds me. I think the, the biggest knock on Tyrell Terry is that he's underweight. I think they said he gained like 15 pounds, and he's still only at like 170. Yeah, so, uh, exactly. I mean, hey, we don't, I don't think we need someone. I mean, I guess the worry is that he'll get pushed around on defense, but I think we, we could, we could have him on defense. I mean, we're throwing sure. out Shake Milton out there. So, if you got Ben and Joel behind you, you can put anyone out there, especially yeah. James Harden. Uh... So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Tyrell Terry, that's, that's, that's who I want in the draft. And I, I couldn't care less. Maybe they sell the rest of the picks. I, who knows? Yeah, that was another question in this in this Q and A. One of the season ticket holders was like, uh, "We we in Philly love our draft picks, and you have five or whatever. Does it feel like a kid on Christmas uh, to like be able to make trades or move around the things?" And Maury had like a sarcastic answer, like, "Well, thank you for giving me permission to trade the picks. We're, we're, we're going to consider that now." And it was. Yeah, he he's we're we're leaving the draft with I think two picks. So and one's a stash. I like that. Ooh, I love stashes. One stash, dude. I saw people are still clamoring for uh, this uh, Mitchick guy. I forgot yeah. all about him. Vasily Mitchick or whatever. Yeah, stud. <laughs> you imagine if he just came o- if he just came over and he was like uh, like the next Manu or something. Do you, Who are players do you have- like that? Is he is was Manu overseas forever or was like Manu like was like the, he was right away I think Manu Manu was a no he was um he was definitely in Argentina for like at least three yeah. years and he was like a mid second round pick. What about Rubio? but he also he led them in the in the like Olympic games or whatever. R- so like, Rubio was, was really young. Man. Rubio was comparable uh, to like Luca. He was professional since he was like fifteen or fourteen. And then he came to the NBA when he was like 17, I think. Yeah. Um, I remember there's Rudy Fernandez, who was like, all, I thought he was awesome for Portland. Um, I loved Rudy. With Brandon Roy and Marcus Aldridge. I thought he was going to be so good. And he was pretty good. He had some clutch shots. And then I think he, he went, his career in the NBA was really short, but uh, I thought he was awesome. That's another example of someone overseas. Uh, there's always our Dude, boy, the Port- homie. That Portland team was so sick. They had, for, they had, they hit, 
Brandon Roy, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Greg Oden in the draft, and Nick Batum in the draft, too. So they had all those young kids. And then they had Sergio Rodriguez, Sergio Rodriguez and Rudy Fernandez coming over from Europe at the same time. They, like, played for the same team in, in Europe, wherever, whatever country they're from. What a – oh, my God. What a thing they had that just didn't work out because of injuries. But side note, but I always loved that that Portland rebuild was epic, and the injuries just got them. But they had a dynasty right there. Yeah, Sad. that's some poor luck with uh, Brandon Royce injury and Greg Oden. And, oh, man, what could have been there? But, uh, but they got Lillard. They got Lillard. Yeah. That's why we're going to get, we're going to get Tyrell Terry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, moving on. We, we got to talk about this a little briefly. Uh, highly recommend it. The day of the press conference at Daryl Morey, there was a, or something like that. There was a podcast that came out. Pablo Torre, a uh, friend of the process. We love him. Mm. ESPN, Asian guy, support him. Uh, he had a hour and a half interview with one Sam Hinkie. Uh, did you guys get to listen to it? What'd you think? Um, for, he was, he's so fascinating. Like he just overthinks everything and gives like a long ass answer for everything. Uh, he, he, he just, he, he's so calculated in all his answers, everything he says. And uh, I loved it. He, uh, I guess some things to note is they asked about like how Ben Simmons could improve. And he's just like, Oh, I don't know. And he lists like 20 things. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, then, said, uh, he said finishing at the rim, right? I yeah, know that finishing was at the rim with both hands, drawing, uh, drawing fouls, not being afraid to get to the free throw line. And he's like, he's like, hey, even fifty percent from the free throw line, and that's a point per possession. That's fantastic, you know, him being the analytics guy. Um, but yeah, he was, he was, he was on there. He, he was gassing up his friend Daryl Morey. They asked him about his relationship with Embiid. He said he still talks to him. He just, just the way he answers questions. He's such a, like, a weird guy, and he's he's awesome. What you guys think of that interview? Amazing. Mm-hmm. June's on like oh, listen nice to... twelve. Yeah, I listened to like four times. <laughs> hey, speak. Speaking of June, did you get your? How's your PS Five looking over there? Uh, I blanked out, boys. <laughs> oh, did you forget? All for four today. <laughs> no, I saw. I saw him Sorry, clicking buddy. at nine. <laughs> I muted myself for like ten minutes. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, he he did say a couple things that. Um, like uh, I forget what the question was, but it was the first thing he ever got wrong. Uh, Pablo Torre asked him if if the Sixers can win this year, and he said he basically said no. You got to give Daryl some time, but we all know we're gonna win this year. So, so oh for one, and then he he obviously said he's done with the NBA forever, which was sad. But yeah, zero yeah. percent chance, said- right? Zero percent chance, yeah. Zero percent chance. It's kind of interesting to see him close that book. Like, I guess clearly he's made up his mind for a while, but uh, yeah, there's no way he's returning. Which is whatever. Good. He's got a, you know, he's got a sense of pride. You know, he's gonna leave his legacy behind. Let it speak for himself. We know, we knew he was right. Smart people know that he's on the right side of history. And I guess that's good enough for him. He's on to bigger and better things. So good for him. Good for you, Sam. I really enjoyed it. He, uh, you know, he's a, he'll, he'll die a legend in Philadelphia history. At least that's how I see oh, it. Either, absolutely. either uh, you die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. Yep. But anyway, uh, I can't let you guys go without talking about the new Sixers jerseys. And uh, this, this motherfucker – Chris uh-huh. there it is yeah so they uh, a little, little little bit of a little bit of a, of a background the um 
you know, everyone's releasing their city jerseys. Uh, some there's some cool variations. The Golden State Warriors did a twist on their old like Oakland jerseys um, that they used to have, like the uh, the We Believe Warriors. And so the Sixers started teasing. There's going to be a new jersey. Uh, started putting out videos that it, obviously it was going to be a black theme. Chris Heck made his profile picture the Iverson jersey of the 2001 days. And it comes out, it's just, I mean, it's, it's whatever. I, do, I don't really care that much for a jersey. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to make fun of. Love the background, Dave. James Harden in the Sixers jersey. Um, but anyway, like, it was obviously they trolled us. And it, it was this jersey that it has Boathouse Row on it. And kind of questionable, a little random, kind of, uh, kind of a disconnect from the fans. But anyway, the jersey, whatever. It was fun to talk about, fun to make fun of a little bit. But then... Chris Heck decides to speak on it. And this guy, oh, Dave, you found that article where he said the, the Sixers jerseys of 2001 are never coming back because he hated the color scheme. And he thought it was a, it was off our brand and you know, all this. He vowed, shit. he vowed when he got hired, he'd never let it happen. He'd yeah. never let it happen. Who the fuck does this asshole think he is? What a jerk off. What a like, fucking prick. Who is this Joseph Stalin asshole? I'm not, I'll never let it happen. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking like kidding me? How, how out of touch with reality can you be with all these fucking crazy out of touch. that we have to deal with? Crazy out of touch. Like, the, these, these fans are like, obviously, you can say what you want about the 2001 jerseys. They're not, the, they're not the prettiest. I don't like the logo that much. I like prefer our current logo, but like, it's a little bit of nostalgia. It's the 20, 20th anniversary of those jerseys. I, you could have taken – people were saying, like, oh, they, they, they want to sell more jerseys. No one's going to buy a jersey they already have. They could have done the modern twist on those jerseys, and everyone would have bought them with Embiid and Simmons' name on it. But, like, he, he could have just left it at, like, I didn't like those jerseys or, like, it's not happening. But he had to willingly give an interview to uh, Uniform Watch or wherever the fuck it is, and uh, it, it could have just died, and we could have just made fun of those Boathouse Row jerseys. But, no, this is what he said um, – in that article, he said, the blue collar thing is meant to be positive. I hear it all the time. We actually don't use the term Philly because we think it's lazy and undersells the city. Sometimes I think blue collar does the same thing. We refer to it as New Philadelphia. What the fuck is this guy talking about? Who he's is a fucking he? weirdo. What is his title? He's, like this. Is he he's, the pres- he's the president of the 76ers. Do all the teams president. have this shit or is it just Josh Harris trying to be like a business model? Josh like, Harris trying to be a business model, I think. Well, maybe not. I could be he's wrong. Like Scott but it's like it's. I said it earlier in the group. It's just that they've been Scott O'Neill and Chris Heck have had the door slammed in their face. Josh Harris finally, by bringing in Doc and Daryl, they slammed the door in their faces. No more collaboration. They have no more say and influence in basketball operations. And they're they're egomaniacs. They don't like that. They gotta they gotta put their nuts on the table. So Scott O'Neill gets uh, you know is uh gets this in, um interview with Forbes and they make him look so great and then they got the season ticket sales up and now Chris Heck you know flexes his little baby muscles talking about oh I, I vowed in 2013 I'd never let those jerseys come back like these fucking assholes are just kicking and screaming for attention try to keep their you know egos inflated and and they're they're pathetic it's completely pathetic and it's and we're the ones that have to suffer we're the ones that have to put up with it like these fucking guys who are these who do these people think they fucking are in our city Statistical. It's our. It's our to describe team. It. It's our fucking team. We should get what we want. If we Wait. want our AI jerseys back, we should get the fucking AI jerseys back. Not have yeah, this let me, let me. dictate what we can 
Take our fucking money. We're trying to give you our money. Take our fucking money. <laughs> no, we okay. Not good enough for you. Like it, it's the easiest thing. They could have just appeased us, and like they, we would have given them the money. They, they would have separated us from our wallets. Here, here's the rest yeah. of that, like that, that article. So that was the gist of it. They wanted the Iverson throwback. I said no. We're not doing that. I think they sold out with that uniform. I think they were wrongs to the brand. And come hell or high weather, we're not going back to that uniform. It finally got to the point where we're designing these city uniforms so often, and we use them only six times a year, and then it's gone. So I said, you know what? Okay, I'll give you a black uniform. It's my personal opinion. A black uniform is the ultimate cheap win. Who the fuck are you? So, like, all I see even could... saying this. Yeah. Yeah. After cheap like, win why? for what? What are you winning? What are we winning? What the fuck <laughs> you are you talking about? It was a good idea to volunteer this information. You could have said nothing and this would have died, but you had to come and tell Philadelphians how to think about their city and how to pronounce their name. He said he doesn't like to say Philly. He says New Philadelphia. Who the fuck says New Philadelphia? Who the fuck are you? So you did not give all these fans everything they wanted after all these years of suffering through the bullshit we went through. Now, like, at least finally got Maury. But, like, it, could, it was such a simple thing to make the fans happy. And he couldn't do it because of some weird egotistical personal vendetta against the city of Philadelphia and a, a color scheme. What the like? Who the fuck are you? Why are you so weird? Who thinks like this? Who has this weird psychopathic brain and thinks of this stupid shit? No one cares about your perception of New Philadelphia. Like you are the one guy standing in the way. Like this is your own personal opinion, and you you decide it's on you to not give us these jerseys. It's it, I'm so upset that I'm, uh, that I'm mad about this because it's so dumb. He could have said nothing. And now, like, I got worked up all over this stupid bullshit of him gentrifying Philadelphia. Like, are you kidding me? The circus. He's, he's fucking from D.C. What the hell is his oh. point? Like, go oh. back to your transplants. He's acting like he's been around since birth and, like, he's seen, like, these bad sides of Philly that I, – I, I don't even know how this comes back to a damn black jersey. Just fucking <laughs> – like exactly. Oh my god, a black jersey. He's racist. He's fucking racist. <laughs> black jersey. Volunteer way too much information. You remember, remember, the, and, and Billy Madison were at the end where the guys like everything you just said. We are all stupider for it. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about it. He's volunteered this unnecessary information. So you know what, Chris Heck, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. I, I saw mm. on Reddit, and I'll probably follow suit. Someone was like, "All right, I mean, I just ordered from DHGate a custom." old school black uh, 2001 jersey, customize it with Embiid. You, you guys could have my money, and now I just got a jersey for 10 bucks. <laughs> yep. And the best part is, with the cherry on top, he issued an apology. What a fucking loser. And the mentions were still – his replies were still a fucking uh, volcano He's, eruption. I'm getting blocked oh, tonight by him. Uh, That's my I goal. I, I need uh, to be blocked. On the Sixers tweets, <laughs> there's all these fire Chris Heck tweets. <laughs> And I love he's it. He's getting killed for it. I love it because fuck this guy. Good. Get the fuck Good. out of yeah. here. Yeah, fuck him. He deserves you, to get killed for what it. What kind of weirdo? Like, he's a weirdo. Who thinks about yeah. this stuff? Who overthinks this stuff? And just like you could, it's such a simple decision, such a simple act that could have been like fine. We would have been happy with it. There are even some people who didn't like the jerseys, but they recognize it for like nostalgia and like. Yes, who cares about the jersey? But because he said this stupid bullshit, this is why I'm worked up about it. And, like, I cannot yeah. believe he is part of this team and he needs to go. I love that he's... the Flyers took a shot at him. That's so funny. Yes. Yes. Uh, such a joke. Embarrassing. That... He must be embarrassed. He issued, 
He issued an apology. He's probably fucking wants to die right now. You're, he wants to crawl up in a crawl in a fucking hole. Good. Your, crawl in your brother's hole, sports asshole. teams are poking fun at you. Like to, they, they share the same building. The Flyers are, are are reminding them that they own that fucking building. So mm-hmm. the Flyers made a fan of me. MB took a little shot of it. He said, "Uh, let me get the tweet." Oh, but like it was really subtle. But I I loved it. MB MB's back. He's tweeting. He's he's being funny again, and it's because of Daryl Morey. But let me find the tweet. So- while you're looking, just seeing replies are so funny. Yeah, you remember the uh, remember the fan that was like under the basket on the sideline or whatever under the basket. It was like turned out to be a doctor giving the middle fingers. <laughs> yeah, it was that. Was that too like Westbrook or Russell? Yeah, was it? That was you were the there. Westbrook. Yeah. What, dude? It, that's just like a couple of the responses in here. Like, fuck you, Chris Heck. And <laughs> what a funny <laughs> screen capture or whole scenario that that thing was. A fucking loser. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Here's a tweet. It was he was tweeting his his PS5, and I, I kind of looked at it. I was like, yeah, PS5. That's that's the console to get. Uh, and then so the PS5 says MB three-time All-Star player in every sense of the word. Love that. Um, but then he tweets, uh, no new things. So fuck you, New Philadelphia. And he says, yep. good things happen in South Philly, not New Philadelphia or whatever bullshit you're trying to preach, Chris Heck. Fuck you, <laughs> Phila. Yep. Phila. <laughs> made made in a Phila. No one fucking says Phila, but I mean, I, I, I know growing up, like some people didn't like, like to say Philly, but it, it is, it's like people, it's, it's what we're kind of known as, but like to, to tell people what to call their own city is just fucking ridiculous. Who the fuck are you? Chris? That year. When you're not, not even from, from here. You're from <laughs> DC. You fucking transplant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, that's, that's my rant for, for the podcast, I felt good because we've been kind of positive lately, and it was good to trash on the organization a little bit. It was, it felt like home. It felt like home. Everything Scott's probably happy. We're still well into the. This jersey can't even take me down. From we still have Maury. They could trot <laughs> us out in like the Eagles light blue and yellow jerseys, and I'd still be juiced up. I, uh, I mentioned this to you guys. I, I still think it's so funny, like with them releasing like the jersey and the video and like all this marketing scheme and the James Harden trade rumors. Can you believe, like, would you, can you imagine the tantrum that Scott O'Neill would throw if we traded Ben for James Harden? Oh my God. I'd almost cheer for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have, yeah. All over again. I just want exactly. every marketing plan to the centerpiece of it to get traded as long as it's not Embiid. It's like, what was the MTW one? It was uh, the it promotion, was, uh, the season ticket holder promotion. It was like, Together We Build with oh, Together we build. in New Orleans. And they released the pamphlets, and uh, he traded it up two days later. Oh, my God. That's in the book, that's right? Draft pick. <laughs> that, that's in the oh, yeah, Tanky to the Top book. I still got to fucking yep. read that. Oh, it's, oh, that's it's so good, Joe. It's, it's so, so good. fucking good. Actually, it's I, a really actually, good recap. I got it in my look at a little bookshelf over there. I'm like, not. I'm not a book reader. I'm not a reader. I, I have the attention span of a squirrel. Yeah, I buy them to buy them. I've literally got a. Oh, looks looks great on the bookshelf. <laughs> looks great. Fantastic. <laughs> I I think Amanda's farther than I am. She started reading it when we're going to the beach. That's amazing. Nice. She listens. Shout out Amanda. She listens to every podcast. Respect, hey, Amanda. Biggest fan. Still waiting on a review. <laughs> she did write a review. It was really short. I told her I was very disappointed in it. Oh. Did we had we had did we have a review of the week this week or were we quiet on the review front? No, we're not quiet on the reviews. We got, I'm trying I'm trying to push it. I'm trying to get people to write reviews 
Um, the latest was that was the one where I, I got to clear this up. I accidentally said my friend's funeral where he got married. I don't know why I said funeral, Joe. You said maybe it was a really, really dark analogy, the marriage, which <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go with that. That's, that's what I was. I was referring to that. Yeah, Amanda's going to like that. Uh, <laughs> Michael Matz, he, uh, he texted me. He's like, yeah, uh, we're not really interested in funeral photography. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize for that. It is not funeral photography. They're great wedding photographers. But uh, yeah, guys, do you have anything to add or any plugs before we leave? Daryl. Barrel. I'm gonna get a Maury jersey. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow, hey, I'm gonna order that tonight. Is hold on. <laughs> is it safe to order from China right now? What What do you mean? What could go wrong? Trump will get mad. Donald will get no, mad. We We yeah, probably Donald have We probably have more COVID than them. Actually, never mind. Oh, that yeah. shit will die in the. It takes two weeks to ship here. I remember for I got I got like a a DH gate jersey around when like it started happening and like I threw it in the washer right away. I was so scared. <laughs> you're you're listening to too much Donald, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, well, I'm ordering. <laughs> do it. Um, what what, what number do you go? Number 76? Daryl Morey, 76, retro black 2001 jersey. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, fucking 100 retro black 2001. Tweet it to Chris Hack. Be like, I got my jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's so good. Wow, Chris Hack. He's probably fucking. What a fucking loser. He's probably in a bad mood right now. Good. Fuck him. He's probably so upset that everyone hates him. Good. I, I just like I am astonished that he thought it was a good idea to volunteer his his thoughts to a, an official interview. It wasn't off the record. It wasn't like leaked or anything. He thought it was a good idea. He thought people would agree with him. That's insane to me. What a weirdo! Oh my god! Fucked up, buddy. Fuck you. Said so the oh, only god. player that looked good in black uniforms was AI. What did? <laughs> what did? Terrible. Terrible. Oh man! Uh, oh my God! We we'll to? never, we'll never see Ben and Joel in the in the AI black unis. It's so fucking sad. It, it was the perfect time to do it. It was. The I mean, what a what a what a slap in the face to Allen Iverson. I mean, arguably the most important player in franchise history. What a slap in the face to his era of basketball. Are you just saying his era of basketball doesn't matter? It wasn't important. It wasn't relevant because it doesn't fit the the rest of the tradition in the history. What a fucking Terrible, terrible mistake, Chris Heckman. Terrible mistake. Like, like it would have been something if he just released the jerseys, didn't tease it as if it was going to be 2001, and especially didn't have to give this unnecessary interview. Like I'm, I'm, I'm astonished that he did. What an idiot! You think somebody that like an executive like that would be a little smarter? Huh? You know, <laughs> not so stupid. What a fucking moron this guy is. Crazy. The only way to save those jerseys is if uh, James Harden's wearing them. That's how I see it. Because <laughs> uh, only person who thinks about Boathouse Row is people who are fucking stuck in traffic on I-76. Yeah, who the fuck gives a fuck about Boathouse Row? Stupid. <laughs> Stupid anyway, guys. The, uh, I think that's all I got. You guys have anything else to plug or uh, you want to talk about what's for dinner? Sure. Hey, Dave, you go first. Oh, man. I made, uh, I made some good stuff tonight. I made some eggplant and ground pork and uh, – black pepper garlic sauce and then i also made my famous salt and szechuan pepper wings um oh. tossed oven baked tossed in a in a wok hot wok with oil 
uh, matchstick ginger, garlic, spring onion, and uh, chili pepper. Pass that bad boy up. I had a feast tonight. Nice Asian feast. I cooked for my parents. It was great. What'd you guys uh, have? Looks awesome. June. Uh, I ordered some pho today. Haven't had pho in a while. It was all right. It's like Good a for solid a day. five out of ten. <laughs> it was like lukewarm. <laughs> JB Dude, saw it. You gotta heat it up. Yeah. I uh, crushed the full pie and the cheesesteak from Wood Street. Crushed the whole? Uh, to be fair, and I know this is this is bad. I I didn't crush all the crust, but that's I, uh, I come back to that a little at the end. But I ate every other part of the pie, the full cheesesteak, and it oof. was great. Although I feel a little I feel a little sick. <laughs> I uh. I had so I've, I've been eating like shit. I feel horrible, but uh, I'm kind of pizzaed out. But the uh, other night I had Pizza John, which is uh, I, I like trying new pizza places. That was a place that uh, apparently you have to reserve it like a week ahead of time or something. But it was it was really good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, still has Angelo's is still my number one for pizza in the city, but uh, Pizza John Pizza John might be uh, might be in the top three. I need Angelo's. Yeah. I have never never had it. Well, we, Dave, we gotta get you the Angelo's. We gotta get you the Korean barbecue. Um, yeah, let's and Wood Street. That's my that's my big three right now. Let's do a I'm Sunday a Sunday Eagles, uh, Angelo's Day. Oh, I'm so down. We let's can do cater it. it. We can cater it. Do you know that? Yeah, we did it at Matt's once. It's fucking so yep. good. Is it hard yeah. to get a catering order, or how's that work? I don't think so. Nah, we we know a guy. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll do a big day. We'll, we'll do it'll be Dave's first Angelo's experience. June remembers him from it. Uh, from the the Haddonfield days when we oh, got yeah. it for every Eagles game. Uh, fun fun random story before you guys go. Uh, we every time we got Angelo's during the Super Bowl season, they won every game. And uh, I I reached I reached out to the guy because I was like I didn't know if he was taking pre orders for the Super Bowl, but um, I, I messaged him, I was like, dude, they're winning every game. I get your pizza. Like we, we have to figure out something and. Uh, Something unfortunately something came up, but he, oh, he yeah. was gonna leave like a, a like a ready to bake pie for me. Um, but it was just nice. He, he had having something that ended up happening, but uh, it was nice of him to offer. But you know, shout out to that uh, Danny from Angelus. Fuck yeah! But, all right, guys, it was uh, hey, that was fun. You get some positive things to talk about. It's gonna be really exciting. We got a rapid off season coming up, and it's fucking next week. That's that's insane to me. That's completely Monday, insane. fellas. Trades Woj bombs on Monday. Get ready. So. That on Monday, draft Wednesday, free agency Friday. Let's do it, fellas. Nice talking to you. Go hey. Birds. All right. All right, fellas. Good stuff, fellas. See you. All right, man. Your PS5, dude. <laughs> I will. Good luck. Man.